All right, do your obsessive compulsive intro thing. So I'm really sorry, but uh, I can't. Oh no! It's too hot. All right. Too hot for no, no intros. No intros. Actually, it's, it's Brendan Marshall and here, Michael J. Floyd. Oh, I thought that we were in the no intro day. day. I was. I'm a, I'm a little off. I'm a little off today, but I feel kind of bad. I was just. Uh, so, so did I tell you I'm executive producing a movie? No. What movie? It's called right temp, title title right now. Uh, Enter the battlefield. Yeah. It's a documentary about magic players. I did not know. I heard of Enter the Battlefield, but I did not know you were executive producing it. God forbid you would have told me. <laughs> it seems like a fine time. Is this? I, I know near a microphone exact, at the exact same time as all of our listeners. Wow! <laughs> did I tell you I'm having another child? I'm not actually doing that, but it would be funny <laughs> if I were having another child. I just told you the exact same time as all the other listeners. Are you having another child? No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> your, your kids are both like. The cutest and the smartest, right? Like, I'm not. I mean, how much time do you want to devote to this? No, no, I mean, like, none, none. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I just got back from a weekend where this was like one of two major topics of conversation for people. The other one, let's devote a few minutes towards catching up, and the other major top, topic of conversation, and then we'll move to, let's say, maybe blue and white and M14. Sure. All right. All right. Other major topic of conversation. Go. The other was that uh, the. All right, I'll give you an example. Okay. The wedding of Patrick Chapin. No, no, okay. God, no, that would actually be the, the top of the conversation. So I'm at, like, I'm at Patrick's apartment, and uh, he wants to, like, spread out, right? So, like, me and him and BK, like, straightened up a little bit earlier during the day. And uh, so I'm, like, hanging out on one of the couches downstairs. He's like, we got to spread out. People got to know that, like, there's, like, an upstairs area where, like, other people can hang out. Because there's going to be, like, 50 people in this apartment, like, imminently, right? So I go upstairs with uh, Righteous Babe. So me and Shuler and Cole are upstairs. And, and uh, you know, we're just, like, start shooting the, you know, shooting the wind. And we're like, all right, Pat's like, all right, we got to send some people up so that there's some movement up the stairs. And I'm like, he's like, who do you want? Who do you want? And I'm like, Huey. But Huey doesn't come alone. He comes with Luis Scott Vargas. And the, the upstairs is dark, okay? And they're like two shadowy figures casting even longer shadows into the darkness. And one of them goes, all right, Mike, who's your ballot? But I'm like, I'm voting for both of you. I almost said what I said then. Isn't that enough for you? Fuckers. Yeah. And then like, Huey's like, we all know you're voting for Chris. I'm like, I don't know if I'm voting for Chris. Maybe I'm only voting for two. And then they're like, not in your range to vote for two. So, you want to talk about this part? Sure. All right. All right. So, we're, we're talking about the Pro Tour Hall of Fame. Obviously. So, ballots. that intro, was that a good intro? Yeah, it's good. Right. It's good. Pro Tour Hall of Fame ballots are due sometime this week. Next Monday. Next Monday. There you go. I mean, I should probably know that. But I don't actually know what date it is anymore. 22nd June, yeah. July. No, I'm saying, I know well, I know what I know it's the 22nd, but I don't actually know what date it is currently ever. Oh, anymore. I see. Yeah, yeah. I've lost track of Why? It. You could ask your phone. Your phone knows. Yeah, that's why I don't know. Yeah, obviously. So, uh, and so Mike and I are two people uh, voting. There's like 70 players on the ballot. Uh, but Soon to be far fewer. <laughs> soon to be far fewer. Um, and so the, 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 the highlights... One of the highlights of this year's ballot is obviously Luis Scott is just ridiculously accomplished player. Uh, Huey missed William Jensen, missed by one vote last year. One vote, which is crazy. A lot of people are just, you know, 
pretty confident that he's going to make it. He's certainly on my ballot again this year. Uh, Chris Pakula, you're talking about when you say Chris. Yeah. You're talking about Chris Pakula. So, I actually... Those three are all locks for you? Yeah, they all, they all locks me. And I, I got to tell you, it's weird. I feel kind of guilty because I didn't vote for Chris year one. And you gave me a shit about it. I also did not vote for Chris year one. Is that you, true? Yes. I remember you giving me shit about it. I know. Because either one of us could have solved this dilemma eight years ago. And, you know, it was... We have double votes. That's how bad we are. Okay. It, it, it all it took was a single uh, vote. I mean... It's... it's like, I, I believe Chris Pagula is a Hall of Famer. He's, he's an accomplished player. He is a ridiculous magic personality. He's... His contributions to the game are actual contributions to the game, right? They're not some nebulous thing. I mean, and I, I say this because I was there. You know what I mean? Like, he actually contributed to the, to the early days of the game in this way that very few other magic players at that time can claim. He made magic a better place to be. He was like on TV for magic. Like he was on, actual like he was TV, on ESPN. Not but just, webcasts. Right, but, I mean, also webcasts. But, but just putting that aside for a second, I mean, Chris was one of these players who was at the Pro Tour and would be like, just like, make the Pro Tour stop for a second. Because he was like, this is some ridiculous, grotesquery of unfairness going on right now. And we need to, we need to talk about this. Or we need to address this. And we need to make magic you know, fair. We need to make this a place that we still want to play, you know, eight, 18 years from, now. years from now. Yeah, which is, which is what he did. So, I mean, and and there have been intermittent, year, intermittent years since then where Chris, actually, I, where, I, where it was, but like, I just should have voted for Chris that one year and I didn't. Both of us were, were overlaying this stupid idea I, of being fair onto our ballots when, in fact, we should have been advocates, which is what we're actually entrusted to do. I'm like, like, oh, well, I need to be more fair. I need to mo- vote for Europe more. I need to vote for this other American team that wasn't the dead guys more, you know? And the reality is we should have just done was voted our conscience from day one, which I think that most people just don't admit to doing. Sure. And I think, like... The thing that I, I personally dislike the most about call voting the last few years, especially with the uh, emergence of the, the player committee, is, you know, I, I actually feel like when I read an article or like an opinion piece or whatever about the hall, the dude who wrote it doesn't even know what the basic criteria that a voter is supposed to, to vote by. You know, like, I, I think that, like, player committee ballots are, like, either results or or playing ability, and that's about it. Like, maybe, an, you know, a, a plus-minus on integrity, and maybe not. And that's it, you know? And there's actually five criteria. Playing ability, integrity, sportsmanship, contributions to the game, and um, and results as well. And people don't even talk about the other things. All they want to talk about is, like, three-year median finish. Three-year median finish on the terms of the hall itself is at least two levels less important than things people aren't even talking about. Uh, and, you know, it's it's uh, it's kind of silly in my opinion. Uh, you know, I, I, I hate to get into, like, whether some, something like that. It's just... In my, it, it, the Hall of Fame is this... To some extent, is also... You know, what... You know, well, it, it, it's kind of complicated for me 
to, to separate performance and integrity and uh, three-year median and and, 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 and you just, them want, down you just and want to vote for the, the the four or five guys you want to vote for. You're saying to some ex- to, to some extent the people that, that you think so, of as being Hall of Famers. And, and so I'll put it in different terms. Uh, KYT asked me for my preliminary ballot like two weeks ago, yeah. and my preliminary ballot was um, LSV Lock, Huey Lock, Chris Lock, Ben S. Probable, Saito. And I can't I vote for Saito. Thought about it a lot. I can't vote for Saito. I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I, I like Saito. I just can't his, vote for Saito. His resume, from results standpoint, is the best. Yeah. Of all, not not even including LSV. Right. His resume is better. Right. And the reality is, I thought about this a lot. And what I did was, I went back and I just looked at my own playing, like the last two or three years, and I didn't even realize it. Do you remember? You did SCG live coverage for like one of the early 5Ks in Philadelphia, and then it, it was on top of no, 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 no. It wasn't SCG live. It was for it was, it was for it was like yeah, it was the like I think it was like our early predecessor of of SCG live, right? But it was a Star City 5K event, like basically an open. No, it wasn't Star City at all. It was Star City. No, the one in Philly. Yeah. No, it was. I played against. Okay, Pete Hoffling was there. It was a Star City. Was event. it the one at the Wizard World thing? No. I, I can, it's on Top 8 Magic. You can go back and look at it. Okay. Oh, now I know you what remember. you're talking about. I, I was playing the burn about. deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize that. I, I actually don't think I did coverage. In that you though. did do coverage. You were the coverage guy. I was? Really? I don't know if they paid you, but you were the coverage guy. I don't you did it. You were updating the blog on your iPhone. Oh, 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 no. That was that was the YMG. That was the thing Rob Darty was doing. False. It was a Star City event. Oh, wow. I'm okay. sure. Okay. Anyway, apparently I blew my first winning in way back at, in 2008 or 2009. I have all these blown winning ins in Star City events, and I, I obsess over things like that. I just look at it like, what if I didn't pay two life on my Gataxian Probe on turn one? What if I left back my flipped Delver in case he flipped Delver and had a Vapor Snag, right? Like, I didn't play around both things at the same time. Would I have lived? Would I have had one more turn for Alpha Strike? You know, there's so many small things, you know. What if I had... Played my land untapped, taken two, but had mana for both my enchantment and for, you know, a Simic Charm open. You know, like, there's all these things that I've done in, like, the last two years of blown winning ends. And people who have magical powers outside the scope of the game don't have to deal with those things because they have extra percentage that they start every game with. They either they start with more than a card's worth of extra card advantage every game, or they start with like extra mana worth of tempo, or they start with like all these things that any player can appreciate who's ever said almost got him. You yeah. know, like oh, yeah. almost got him, almost got him. No, they just get him. And because of that, you have to look at the results and the accomplishments and simply say it's zero. Right. Because there's no way you can get that good at angle shooting and edges and stuff without practice, which means that if you got caught once, you probably did it a thousand times first. And it, you know it's what? crazy I, I to even, me because... I, I don't even want to get into that kind of absolute. It's just like, I just don't want to... I just... I don't want to have to calculate into my equations, which are already, which I've already said are very complicated for me to do, go, well, how many times did this person stall their way into a top eight? Or, you know what? If you've been suspended while you're playing on the Pro Tour, I just, 
I just don't factor it in. No, no it's accomplishment zero. There's yeah, no other way yeah, that you yeah, can look yeah, at it. I agree. I agree. Like, I agree. So when people say, no, his, his record, like, there's a lot of players who are, like, willfully ignorant about this because they actually know better. They actually know better. And they say, no, well, his results are too good. His results are exactly too good. You're correct. They are too good to be considered. And the thing on Saito in particular, it kills me. Do you know why? Do you know who I respect more than Saito as a deck designer and a publisher of decks? Yourself? No one. Oh, okay. Zero players on the planet Earth. Yeah, no, he did more in the last year on those Twitter updates and everything. No one. Yeah, I agree. With no platform at all. No one since... In 1999, rewrote the entire Pro Tour personally on, like, little updates. Ever. The closest thing was maybe Rocket Shoes by Sean McEwen in 2000. Sure. No other player did on NeutralGround.com or NeutralGround.net or whatever it was. Whatever the hell it was. (laughs) Like, those, that was, like, the only other time anyone... His contribution was nothing compared to how Saito rewrote the Pro Tour this year. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. And he's so good. It's a player, like, of this consistent ability to produce. It's baffling to me that he would take... I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe he wouldn't have those five Pro Tour top eights, etc. You know? Sure. Like, it's... Probably he wouldn't. I, 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 I don't know. I don't like thinking about it because he's you know, yeah, so good. I just, he's dizzyingly good. Yeah. And I can't vote for him. I'm, I'm in the same place. I think I'm just going to leave that spot, like on Land of War Elves, the original, the, the original <laughs> flavor text, like, and they leave one for nature's portion. I think I might just leave a spot open that this I, was supposed to go to. to so I, I have the same thing. I'm voting for for Ben Stark as my as my fourth spot, and then uh, I'm voting for Maki Mahara. I was thinking about voting for Mahara, but I mean, I might just throw him the vote. Mahara's, Mahara's a world champion. He's a team world champion. He's like umpteen time Japanese nationals top eight, I, and and I do and I and, and I know the facts. And other than the fact that he's a Pro Tour champion, when his world when his Hall of Fame class opponent made a mistake against him, is his record any better than Eric Froelich's? I'll give you the answer. It's not. Correct. Eric Froelich's actually better than him no, on no, multiple dimensions. Ab- absolutely. And there 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 are a, a, a portion of there's there's a chunk of. A, a, uh, a scrum of players right there at that fifth vote. What if you just swap Saito's top eight for top eight? Because you know why. Does that change things? Just take one of Saito's top eights that nobody's going to consider to vote for and hand it to Ifro. How does that change things? Because you know why. Yeah. Yeah. Look, there's Ifro, there's Willie Adel, who I could vote for. Willie Adel is substantially worse than Ifro on these dimensions. I, I, I agree. But. But there is there is this sort of again element of community building. Community building, sure. yeah. So, but so anyway, so that's my ballot. I'm voting for Mahara. I mean, I, I have until Monday to turn it in. I may waffle between now and then, or but, uh, but you might waffle. <laughs> I mean, I I would consider Justin Gary. Just, Justin Gary is right there. Same thing. Um, there, there's a lot of players. I'm. I'm in the, considering Gadiel Slifer because he doesn't in, have 150 points. In, in, <laughs> you know, in, can in you imagine end. 10 years ago not voting for Gadiel Slifer on this ballot? What? No, no, you no, can't. I could not imagine. I could not this. imagine it. I could not imagine it. He was one of the people when you first started talking about the Hall of Fame. Just the most dominant he was, player. He was one of the people you had penciled in as going into the Hall of Fame day one, right? You know, LSV is a lock now, but at the time, you know, it wasn't obvious. Gadiel Slifer was way more impressive than LSV that year. Yeah. 
Yeah. Elsby's like a nationals finalist. Swiper's like a pro tour champion. Can you imagine that you'd be talking about Willie Edel getting a vote? And that Kenny Cipher wouldn't be like a slam dunk. Oh my god. I, I didn't even think about the heads up <laughs> comparison there. But like anyone who's playing this far back is chuckling to themselves yeah, right now. Yeah, well, I don't want to get into the details of this yeah. particular scrum, as you put it. Yeah. But yeah, so um there's that, and then you did mention it. Uh, Patrick Chapin's wedding was last weekend in yeah. Denver. Uh you know, just focusing entirely on the positive stuff. It was among the best gatherings of folks I hadn't seen in a long time and have seen habitually, um, you know, a couple times a year, uh, ever in my lifetime. It's just so amazing. Like you have this event that's like, I mean, first of all, it reunited Righteous Babe. So me, Brian Cole and John Schuler were together in the same place for the first time, probably in 10 years, That's awesome. which was effing awesome. I mean, like I get there for like the rehearsal. So this is the funniest thing. So um, Chapin sends uh, Schuler to come get me at the hotel to get tuxes or whatever, and I know that he like he. So Schuler decided to live life on his own terms in a way that nobody I know does. He's like off the grid, uh, mostly sailing around the world, um, and so he knows he has to come to Patrick's wedding. So just to say that he could, he entered the re-entered the United States at the southern tip of Florida bought a car and is driving from the southern tip of Florida to the top top left portion of Alaska so that he actually went from the southernest to the northernest portions of the United States. And so he, he he ran a hockey stick through Madison, Wisconsin to pick up Cole and 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 Adrian Sullivan so they could come to to Patrick's wedding. But because it's Schuler, and even though it's like an infinite hour drive from Madison, Wisconsin to Denver through the mountains uh, Schuler wouldn't let them drive because then he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to say that he did it all himself. So I mean that's just typical Schuler. So I'm waiting I'm waiting at the hotel for Schuler to pick me up and I see Adrian get out of this random car that obviously Schuler has bought in 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 Florida or whatever. And uh, I'm like Adrian, have you seen Schuler? You know he's supposed to pick me up. He's like yeah he's right here. And I thought it was some chick because <laughs> Schuler's growing out of his hair and I'm like so. Apparently, it's a chick magnet move, but also he's just growing out his hair long enough so he can donate it to, like, kids' wigs sort of things. Like, he's just he's just next-leveling life. I mean, it's... I mean, he has no commitments like many of us have. <laughs> like, I couldn't do this. I mean, maybe I could, but then I would be, uh, you Tell know... your hair! You look like an idiot! No, no, I would be on, like, the deadbeat dad's list if I did it. You know? <laughs> you, have, you have, like... You have even more people who are responsible to you than I do. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, not everyone can do this, but I, it's still kind of awesome. Anyway, um, yeah, there's this, imagine a place that's like, that, like, like the conversations about pick five players at peak in, in this room to be the five best players of all time and or pick five players at peak today and that there's a qualification asterisk of one total player. So they're like, yeah, if Kai were in here, he would be a pick. But it doesn't even matter otherwise. So here was the five that I picked. And mine, mine was pretty close on peak, 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 peak. I had John one. And then I initially rated Bob two. But, like, Bartel thinks that's too high of a rating for Bob. Um, but so it's Bob slash LSV two. Like, you, you rate Bob on potential. 
I mean, I rate Bob on performance. No, no, performance, and ability. But, he just, but he just didn't play. His like, ability is the greatest of yeah. all players. Even John would say, all the things. So my, my description is this. Back in the day, the early 2000s, people would say that game could only have been won by Finkel, okay? But that was never actually true. Finkel just played better than everybody else. And he would tell you, if you just played all perfect, you know, if you just made the correct decisions every, every game, you could win too, okay? But you choose not to. You choose to delude yourself. That's actually what he would say. Like, no, there's not a range of plays. There's the best play, and then there's mistakes. And he was the only person on the planet who thought this way for a long time. Now all the good players think this way. Like, obviously, there's a range of how bad you can play. Sure. But there's a realization of optimal play that only John played with it, you know, more than 10 years ago. So people used to say, oh, only Finkel can win this game. That's actually not true. John did not have superpowers to that degree. Bob did and does. Okay? So John, like I said this description, John laughed. He's like, yeah, of course. Bob is the only one who actually has superpowers. He rewrites reality however he wants. Like, John used to say, Bob is so good, he can make the worst play in the room and convince everyone watching that he's made the best play. So, I rate Bob too. So, just to hedge, because, like, Martel's given me grief, you know, on my neck about this. I have, like... LSV slash Bob at two, and then, and then like pretty much the consensus other pick is Huey, and then I have the Seaf at five. But like some people, not naming any names, would name, for example, Tom Martell in the top five. <laughs> there was a, you know, P. Sully has Mark Herberholtz in his top five, so it's like wow. P. Ker- he actually makes a good point. P. Herberholtz will put four Pro Tour top eights down. And be the best deck designer in the world at peak. You know, like, his, his peak is, you know, shorter than that other stuff. But, like, you want to consider Mark Herbolt's best three years? He's, pro- he's pretty freaking good. And he's good he's on... He's not better than LSV or... No, you have five votes. But I'm saying, like, but peak value, he's not better than LSV or Markel. Yeah, you get five votes. Okay. I mean, you just don't pick Hat, then. <laughs> I, mean, like, I thought about picking Kibler for a second, but... He is a Hall of Famer. He was in the room. But the thing that's insane is that you don't even need to... You're just like, all right, Kai's not here. (laughs) But the rest of the players can fill a peak five magic players. Was was Paulo there? Paulo was not there. Um, You know... uh, Was Nassif there? Yes, he was there. So you could... Maybe some people would pick Paulo. Um, I didn't hear any asterisks about that. But, you know, he's also very good. Uh, But, you know, there was more grumbling about... Kai not being there than anything else. But then there's, like, also current peaks. So, like, Raptor's there. Like, Raptor's insane, you know? So I think, like, my currents were, like, Raptor, Martel. The funny thing was, like, P. Sully has, like, pretend gun to my head. And I'm, like, I, like, I'm, like, number one, John. So the, the dilemma is if you put John or LSV at one, right? Right. So, like, mine's, like, John, LSV, Raptor. Then, actually, John, LSV, Martel, Raptor. And then I was, like, you know... You're, like, you're negotiating your five. Like, there's all all sorts of great players you can pick from. Um, but like, but like, uh, he's always got like imaginary gun to my head. And I'm like, I named Martell as my third. Like one one shot ahead of Raptor. And he's like, Are you sure that's not Efro? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm naming Martell, dude. It's on the numbers. <laughs> and he's like, I have a gun to your head. Are you sure it's not Efro? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Efro's pretty good. <laughs> He's like, Efro's a brilliant technical player, but Martel is an unprecedented level of, of pro tour consistency. No player has a three-year median finish at his level. Yeah. He's the best. The period, best period, peak three-year player of all time. Multiple pro tour top eights, multiple format champion. I hate to say it, 
This is Martell. Your son did a good job parlaying Barning, Brian David Marshall into becoming a pro tour player. And longtime listeners know that if you like track back the history of Top 8 Magic, you can watch the meteoric rise of Tom Martell <laughs> from Barn, who couldn't get onto the show. To think, I mean, he parlayed his opportunity at Finkel Draft into yeah. becoming, I dare say, one of the top five players of all time. Like, wow. It's close. So, I mean, you know, you want to take three-year median while he's playing with the best team on earth also. Uh, you know. You know, a collection of the best Magic players. I mean, he's on multiple teams during this three sure, years. Sure, No, that's true, too. Best, best team and then randomly then upgraded his, to new best team. He's, like, randomly getting his, quote, best deck off of some some Euros Facebook post. I mean, I think he, he, he's using every part of the Buffalo. <laughs> Anywho... Um, Magic 2014? Uh, well, let's use a few more minutes on this. I thought we'd like do 30 minutes catching up in BS and then 30 minutes whites and 30 minutes blues, yeah. maybe. So we can do like, you know, five or seven yeah, I wanna do, more minutes. I want to do save or delete. Oh, so wait. So I, I've, well, before we do save or delete, I have one question for you because we, we do this periodically over the course of what year, what era, who's the best deck designer in the world? Who's the best deck designer in the world right now? Who do you best have? Best deck designer in the world right now. It's tough because the deck designer title has sort of gotten diluted by the team process. I don't think it has. You know, is it Raptor? I, I would name Raptor. Yeah. 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 I, I would snap Raptor. Yeah. And then, like, Saito I'd have in second right now. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I'm, care- I'm excited to see what Saito does for Dublin. I mean, but snap Raptor, right? Like, we're yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, yeah, like... I did an interview with LSV before the last Pro Tour. Yeah. And the amount of just praise he heaped upon Josh was just unbelievable. I mean, even if you go back to, like, uh, World's Draft 2010, I think, like, I long-balled Raptor, and we were like, why? And I'm like, because it's a multiple it's a multiple constructed, constructed <laughs> format. He's the best deck designer in the world. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I long-balled that three years ago. <laughs> I, and... and I think the best deck designer in the world means just being willing to play 12 hours of Magic a day in just, like, repetitive, grinding matchups. I mean, obviously, obviously there's other stuff involved, but, I mean, I think that there really is that kind of, like, that willingness to put in work. It's not some... I think just people think when you talk about the best deck designer that, like, somehow they go, oh, I have an idea. We'll build Tempered Steel. And then you're you're a deck designer. And it's not that simple that it's really, like, taking the deck and just... Banging it up against a gauntlet I, I, for I, hours on end, which I is think what Raptor does. I think that's a possibility, and I think that the title goes hand in hand with. It's like playing ability and finishes, right? Like it's about what's your range, how high can your numbers go, and then what are the actual results that you put up. So uh, you know, it's a, it's a balance of these things. I think in the numerous cases that Zvimashowitz is the best deck designer in the world. Um, he lives in formats that are re- that reward his level of inspiration. Sure. He's obviously willing to do things, and ideas come to him that other players do not have that capacity, and the format allows him to to uh, to exploit things that, in another format, if he had to play in 2013 with the the same set of rules and guidelines and level of inspiration, he might not be as successful, right? I mean, we might not, might not be handing him this particular title. I think when Patrick Chapin is the best deck designer in the world, uh, he builds a very specific paradigm that's around the fact that 
he has a, a keen understanding about how to play with Jason the Mind Sculptor when other people have not figured out how good it is yet. And he has the simultaneous capacity to metagaming its other Jason the Mind Sculptor players a little bit faster than the rest of the room. I think that's I think that that that's a very unique position that he has. And you know, he's probably been best deck designer in the world more than once, but his most recent tenure is best deck designer in the world. I think if you think about Jerry Thompson being the best deck designer in the world, you actually have this interesting barbell effect. Half of it is just recognizing things nobody else is recognizing. Uh, but it's also And then the also, other half is the willingness that, to put the work in. That work and the tuning and his notebook and Yeah, but he, but do you see all these players are are doing different things. Sure. And then when, you know, in the the brief and short cases that I've been the best deck designer in the world, it's just that like everyone else is doing like clown shoes. Like they don't even know what the hell's going on. So like you you have a short window to do something that's that's good. And I that, would say that the reason seems obvious. Been so consistent again, going from 2010 yeah. to 2013 is the work. <laughs> is the work? It's just this ridiculous willingness, not even willingness, like relish for just playtesting magic Look, for hours on end. When, when I was when I was like pretty high up there, I don't think I was the best in like 2005, 2006 era. I think that that uh, Saito and and Hat were both better than me, but. You know, I, I just, I probably put 20 hours a week playing against myself on Apprentice to, to put out the decks that I was putting out. Uh, and, you know, that is a possible path. Yeah. Um, other times, you know, I just knew how to play with Megetta the Lion and Vampiric Tutor. <laughs> other people were like, let's cast green creatures. And I was like, sweet, thanks. <laughs> um, so, Magic 2014? Yeah, sure. You want to restart, or you want to just do all? No, I, I, I'll just chop these. Okay, up. so I have all of Magic Twenty Fourteen. Oh, no, no, but but do a reintro. Okay, so this is Brian David Marshall. So Michael it's funny, I just I've just cut the thing, and now we're doing a reintro. Yeah. Uh, topic Magic, and we're talking about Magic Twenty Fourteen. I have the entire Magic Twenty Fourteen set here in an album on my iPad. And okay, then you. Did you make some employee make that for you? No, I just put it in. Just, no. All right. And then what we're gonna do is we're just gonna save or delete. Save or each, delete. Okay. Each one as we go through, and then we'll see what's left at the end. So we're going Wooberg order, and we're gonna plow through a bunch of these pretty quick. Because some of them are just, you know. I think we're gonna at least get through white and blue today, and maybe okay. more. Maybe okay. we'll have to meet again. Okay. A Johnny Caller of the Pride is the first card in the set. This is a card I always. It's the three casting cost. Planeswalker doesn't protect itself, but it's it's really aggro. What do you like? like? Save or delete. I like save. I like save. And I have a specific reason. What yeah. if you don't play it on turn three? Yeah. What if you play it on turn five after you've played your Colonian Hydra? Because the game's over. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm not going to expose a Johnny. I have a Colonian Hydra. Boom, I've just made it. I've just made it five Zs. Attack. Is that your deads? Is that your deads? Yeah. Your deads, right? Flying in double strike? Yeah. I mean, like... That's 16 damages. Not hard to get it up from there. Right. Like, a giant growth puts it at 19. Right. You know, like... Right, right. You know, maybe you got in there with Arbor Elf or whatever Probably twice. About, yeah, yeah I like, I think you just save it and you go, Colonian Hydra, let's go. Or, like, maybe with or, a Ranger's Guile in your hand. Jeej. Yeah, or, or just, like, again, or in a very aggro, like, white creature deck. There's, there's um, we'll, we'll get to it in a little while. There's pretty good, like, two-drop white creature in here. Like I could, ju- I just see this card being okay. Save. All right, save. Johnny's chosen. I think we can reasonably delete. delete. 
remove from He's deleting it from the album. Angelica Chord, an enchantment with four, four mana with a Be- bunch of text that I'm not going to read. Well, it involves you having to gain four <laughs> life each turn to do something. So. Wow, and I, I needed a whole four mana enchantment yeah. to take advantage of gaining an insane amount of life. Angelic Wall. Wait, no, don't delete it yet. Oh, four for four, Defender Flying. That's it? Two mana, yeah. At 1-5, it would be sweet. Yeah, it was but probably not good enough. Archangel of Thune. I, I, I want to really save good. it. I want to save it, but I'm not going to. You know why? Just dies to Doomblade. <laughs> well, they all died to Doomblade. TF. You're, you're well, deleting this one. I'm, I'm, I gotta tell you, I, I feel like, again, this card's interesting to me. Oh, yeah, it's certainly interesting. There's lots of text on it. All right. It has all kinds of words. Let me tell you something. You're never going to beat that card in Sealed. I mean, but we're not talk, talking yeah, about... Yeah, I, mean, I, I think Archangel of Thune is on, like, the... Its deletion is written in gray ink. Like, sure. you're right-clicking it, like, are you sure? <laughs> are you, like, maybe, like, secretly pulling it out of the, the waste paper bin at the end of the night? Or a mancer. Save. Save? I was thinking about it, like, maybe, like, somebody... I mean, how, you, you probably haven't played enough standard against, like, Jundish decks where they're, like, abrupt decaying your unflinching courage. Ugh. Yeah, I'm deleting this thing. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Never mind. Vanisher Priest. Priest. This is not getting deleted. Reluctant save. Reluctant save, yeah, really? It's not that good. It's, I mean, it's Fiend Hunter. No, it's not. Fiend Hunter enables infinite combos. This is not enable infinite combos. Yeah, but sometimes, like, Craig Wesco just needs to get a creature out of the way so he can attack with his other way creatures. When? When does Craig Wesco need to do that? I don't know. Yeah, I know in some imaginary world. I mean, it's not not in 2013. He doesn't. You don't. You don't think this is playable? I think I'm reluctantly saving it. Okay, it's fine. Blessing. What's that one? <laughs> Enchantment for white white. It's enchant creature. Oh wow! This, so this competes with such cards as Spectral Flight, yeah. Rancor. You're just deleting it I'm before I can deleted, finish yeah. talking. Yeah. Okay. Bone Sight, Sliver, Sliver creatures you control. Double Strike. That's a powerful ability. Powerful so he's essentially a four X for four. I mean, I think that we'll just like asterisk save all the slivers. Maybe. Sure. I don't know. I, I don't want to play I'm with just, them. I'm just deleting garbage. Brave Elements is a clear save. Snap this save. This card's been a constructed like staple. Paul Ritzel. Yeah. Want a pro choose tour. a color, white creatures you control game protection from the choose a color until you have to turn. Just a falter effect, a counter spell. It's really powerful. Nice bonfire. Oh wow. You know. Sweet. Of course. But it's, it's only, only white creatures, creatures, yeah. Well, I mean doesn't help your worm tokens. You probably won't put it in the wrong deck. I, I might. Capuchin <laughs> <laughs> uh, Knight. Capuchin Knight. One it's white W for a one one knight that has first strike. And then you could pump it for one and white to give it plus one plus zero. If it were just white instead of one and white, would you still quickly delete it? Is the I question. Would still, <laughs> still quickly delete it. All right. Celestial flare. Snap save. This card seems really it's good. Sweet. White white for an instant target player sacrifices an attacking or blocking creature. Kill your Colonian Hydra. Yep. A lot of the cards evaluations I'm going to have to be based on whether or not they kill your Colonian Hydra. Gotcha. Uh, By the way, I'm going to save Colonian Hydra. Yeah, no, I, I noted <laughs> that already. It is the best card in the set. Charging Griffin, I'm just going to delete. delete. <laughs> congregate. Oh, Pat- Patrick J. will be sad as we delete Congregate. I played with that at the pre-release. I had constructed decks that had that card in the back Don't of the Don't Strike Paladin will just delete. He has a lot of text on him. He does. He has Vigilance. And Lifelink. He's a 2-4. And, and, and he costs 5. <laughs> Devout Invocation. It costs seven. What does it do? Cost seven. Tap any number of untapped creatures you control. Put a 4-4 white angel creature token with flying onto the battlefield for each creature tapped this way. If this were an enchantment, I would still delete it. <laughs> Can you imagine if this were an enchantment and it had the same text? Yeah. 
I would still delete it. Divine Favor, been deleted for several years now. Fiend Slayer Paladin. Now, this card's kind of interesting. How, what do you think about this? This is like a weird update on... Paladin and Vec. Paladin and, and it's snap save. It's awesome. One WW for 2-2. Two, two. First Strike, Lifelink, and Fiend Slayer can't be the target of black or red spells your opponent controls. You understand you could just slam an unflinching courage onto this card. And your opponent and, can't Doomblade? And it does would, not die to Doomblade, and ever. It, it has so many lifelinks if you do. <laughs> it has double lifelinks. That doesn't work I know, I know. I was trying to explain to Rabbits how much better uh, Armadillo Cloak is than uh, unflinching courage. He, he was just like, it's not that different. I actually think it's different. Uh, like, you could you could Armadillo Cloak your opponent's guy and not lose, you know? Sure. Uh, I think this card's very good. Yeah. I'm, I'm ve- be very happy to put some sort of playable equipments on it or something. So going back to Banisher Priest, you know, seems like we get it out of the way, get my guy in. I mean, these cards, the problem is that all the good white weenie guys that we've talked about so far are not fast enough, so you sure. can't have all three drops. Sure. Fortify? Yeah, get, just get rid of it. It's not even a new card, right? Griffin, Griffin Sentinel. Delete. Hibsterns, what is this? Two colorless liver tokens for three mana at sorcery speed. So it's it's a token maker? Yeah. They don't fly? They don't fly. They're colorless. And there's no flashback? No. And it's not an instant? No. Nope. I think it might get played in the sliver deck, honestly. I mean, slivers. It's asterisk sliver. We're, we're, asterisk sliver, asterisk sliver. So this card, I think, is obviously a slam. Save. Imposing Sovereign? Imposing Sovereign. I mean, it was spoiled in top decks. How, how bad could it be? 1W for 2-1. Creatures your opponent control enter the battlefield tapped. So I actually. So if you think about just like instant speed token makers, you think about flash creatures. It makes it makes unlocking the achievement of uh, Restoration Angel and Thrag Tusk decidedly less dramatic. Yeah. Um, so I actually went through the entire archive of top decks today. Uh, how many pages do you think there are? I don't know. About 16, 18? 18, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not counting when you had it, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so starting with Memories, there's no cover to Mombok. There have been some some bagels. Rakdos, Pit Dragon, didn't do very much. Uh, some sort of Bogardon, Phoenix, maybe. Sure. There's some, but I think this one will be okay. I think, I think he, this he's card's really good. Solid fringe creature. <coughs> I mean, it seems, it seems solid. Again, it's like that idea of just like, you know, you play this. Next turn you play a Johnny. You pump it. Your opponent plays something, comes in to play tap, you get to attack. Yeah, he's a, I mean, if your opponent wants to play fair and you want to play fair, I think it's fine. I can't seem to delete indestructibility from my iPad. It won't, it won't go away. Master Diversion has the word master. So this is 2W for a 2-2. Whenever Master Diversion attacks, tap target creature defending player controls. Yeah, that's too many threes. Just competing with too yes, many other cards. Pacifism, Asterisk Keep. Yeah. I want to like right, Path of Bravery. Is, yeah, Path of Bravery is a really interesting card. So enchantment, as long as you're so it's a weird crusade. Yeah. But it as costs long as three. Your life total, right? Costs three, but you get like extra value out of it. Ish. As long as your life total is greater than or equal to your starting life total, creatures you control get plus one plus one. So you sign this out against burn. Uh, Do you? Because whatever one or more yeah. creatures attack. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's the, I guess that's the trick in evaluating this, because it's easy to look at that first paragraph yeah. and think that that's what's relevant. What's really relevant is, right, by simply attacking, uh, whenever one or more creatures you control attacks, you gain life equal to the number of attacking creatures. This guy's besties with Fiendslayer Paladin, right? Like, Burn Deck can't kill it, and then, like, you just gain life from Fiendslayer Paladin and then gain two more life, you know, and yeah. maybe three more life, you know, based on... 
based on the, the buffs. Sure we don't want to go back and undelete the angel card? Oh. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, the, but the, the problem is, like, you're su- such a glut of three. Is right. Being in a glut of three is so different from being in a glut of two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Well, because on turn four, you can play two twos. Yeah, it's like... Obviously, I'm not going to full delete it. It's just, I mean, I think you have two. to you have to be Craig Wesco to want to play this card. I yeah. think, like, and which could be fine. I, this is certainly a sideboard card. I, I think it's main deck or bust, but I might be wrong. I'm not. I'm not good at white weenie decks. Pay no heed. Prevent all damage a source of. So that's like a fogish thing. Prevent all damage a source of your choice with dealer's turn. So it's only fog to one creature. But it can fog a fireball too. Sure. Yeah, I think it's certainly playable. Save. Save for sure. Right. And like those dog crap decks that, <laughs> like, I'm going to Gideon, blah, 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 blah. do del- nothing, do nothing, door. While, while you were yeah. talking in funny voice, I deleted Pillarfield Ox. Planer Cleansling, Snapkeep. Card's quite good. Sentinel Sliver, 2-2 two, two for 2. I actually think this is one of the stronger slivers. If you're going to play these guys, he's just a bear. Well, I mean, one of the things also we've been talking about is we just need twos, right? In the yeah. white deck. I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to go that far. I don't think I'm going to play him in the white deck. Maybe. Okay. Maybe if I mean, do you think there are so many other slivers? I don't know. You wouldn't but, play like you, you you didn't typically play off allies, you know, like right. there weren't so many like allies because oh, I'm just gonna throw him in my beatdown deck. I I think that I think sure. it's you similar. So you think you just play a sliver deck where you're making this guy a three? Yeah, he's three. not good enough by himself, I don't right. think. He's just like two two vidge for for two. Yeah. I mean nobody's right home but did you cut us off? Uh we were talking about uh that no white sliver? sliver dude, yeah. Right. So we're saving him, but like whatever. Yeah, I mean he's he's full on whatever. Seraph of the Sword. Uh, I'm actually Dawn gonna, Elemental. I'm actually going to write about this because I also thought it was Dawn Elemental, and it's certainly not. Right, because it's only one, combat damage. Yeah, there's one word that makes it terrible. Combat damage. Combat. So like, you really want to invest four in a creature that is just going to die to, not just a Doomblade. Searing Spear. Searing Spear. Museum Mortars. It's like. Half the time, like, Loxodon Smiter isn't good enough because of, like, Saito-esque uh, white-green beatdown decks randomly Nizium orders So is this deletable? It's gone. It's deletable. It's You're going to remove dead. it. We're not in combat. No. We're deleting it. I'm sending a Searing Spirit's way. Sarah, sorry, Voiceman. <laughs> Goodbye. Show of Valor. I don't know what this is. Target creature gets plus two, plus four until I turn. Instant. Um, like... Is this like a t- terrible giant growth? It's a terrible giant growth. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was just checking. <laughs> I mean, I mean, things. Everything lives through it. Siege Mastodon is. I don't even play that in limited. A terrible siege. Silence. How big a deal is this card? Uh, for standard? Yeah. I mean, obviously, bigger formats, e.g., modern, already had silence. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's anything like that's so great. I mean, obviously, you don't delete it. It's obviously a playable card. Solemn offerings. It's. I mean, it was always fringe. Like, it's not terrible. You keep it? Yeah, I think you keep it. All right, we keep it. Wait, what, what, isn't there the white-red split card, though? Yeah. Would that kill that? Yeah. yeah I'm solemnly offering up yeah. the <laughs> solemn offerings playability. Oh, Never thanks, mind. LSD. Soul Mender, a 1-1 one, one for 1. Tap to gain a life? Tap to gain a life. And he's human? And he's human. Or oh, I'm not deleting him. You're not? Okay. I didn't think you would. Would you delete him? No. I, I, I don't think he's... Billy Moreno has taught me to never delete the one one for one with a marginal yeah, ability. A, I mean, he's he's way terrible and probably not terrible enough to delete. Steel form sliver. Two two for three, but two three for three. Two three. Yeah, I mean, he's like Herloon sliver. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. All right, Stonehorn Chanter. He has a fancy name and a fancy picture. Is he sweet? He's a four four for six mana. Six. Oh, I don't like that. And he gains vigilance and lifelink until end of turn for six. For mana. six mana. 
just dies Sorry, to buddy. 12 mana in, just dies to Doomblade. Suntail Hawk, Snapkeep. Snapkeep, okay. Agree? Agree. Uh, Wall, Wall of Swords, swords deleted, deleted since 1994. Oh, now we're in blue. So we blew through white in some amount of minutes on account of I don't know how many because I accidentally stopped the other podcast. All right, so how many How many we keep? We kept 14. 14. That's a lot. Yeah? I mean, they're not all. They're not all. Okay, so we kept 14. Let's go back and see which ones are actually playable. Suntail Hawk, yes. Soul Mender, no. So no, no, we're not deleting it. Okay. It's, four, it's Silence, yes. Two. Sentinel Sliver, no. Planar Cleansing, yes. Three. Pay no heed. I no. mean, yeah, it's in the, the stupid deck. Okay. Don't I mean, you think you play that in the stupid deck? It counters their fireball. But no. Right? Like, Path of Bravery, no. Like, not really. Yeah, like, pacifism, like, it's, yeah. but, like, not really, you know? Like, yeah. Imposing Sovereign, yes. four. Yes. Fiendslayer Paladin, five. Celestial Flare, six. You agree on Celestial Flare being yeah, super yeah, good, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brave the Element, seven. Banisher Priest, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Ajani eight eight. Okay. <laughs> so we're at eight. <laughs> I mean Ajani's like actually a pretty good marginal hexproof card. You know, like it's actually pretty good if they can't kill your guys. Alright, blue. Air servant. Goodbye. I remember getting that in draft though. The card I, is I so was insane. so it's good so at insane. that. So you you like Oromancer. What about Archaeomancer? Okay, I liked Oromancer, but not really. Same with Archaeomancer. Although Bella Flores cast still a sweet Archaeomancer on Duels of the Planeswalkers. 2013. So she hasn't finished unlocking all the stuff, yeah. but we'll get her 2014 soon. Sorry, Worth. I didn't buy it yet. Oh, oh Armored Cancrix. That's a creature I defeated in Duels of the Planeswalkers <laughs> recently. Cancel. Keep. Keep. Plus Plus is this, what does this do? So a three mana and aura that taps the creature. It's enchanting and keeps it tapped. So it's like a three-mana terrible removal it's like spell. A, it's like a uh, slightly worse pacifism. Conley Woods could play that one. Put it in his basket. <laughs> Clone Snap Keep. Colossal, Colossal Whale. Whale. I mean, seven. this card's awesome, but not for standard. So it's Island Walk for 5-5 five, five for 7. And then whenever it attacks, you can exile target creature that player controls. I think it's a keeper. Really? I mean, is it, I mean, is it... How much worse is it than Angel Trinity? Significantly? Is it really? Yeah. Like, this comes down and doesn't do anything. Angel of Serenity comes down and says, you don't die. I mean, you're... Angel of Serenity gives you some sort of long game inevitability. You're like, well, I'll put these three cards in my graveyard in my hand. I mean, this guy doesn't get chumped by... Doesn't get chumped by, like, Lingering Souls tokens all day. Sure. I actually think that this card's not that bad. Okay. And I'll, I mean, I think that I, I'm not going to delete him, and when we go through, he's not a real key. Okay. <laughs> all right. Noted. Coral, Blue Lightning. Goodbye, Coral Merfolk. A.K.A. Blue Lightning. Dismissing the Dream. This card... So, I I used to build Cowardice decks. Yeah. Like, I loved Cowardice. Dismissing the Dream is... Better than Cowardice. And two more mana than Cowardice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's two more mana as well. It's like a bonus. Yeah. Uh, each creature your opponent's control is an illusion in addition to its other types and has, when this creature becomes a target of a spell or ability, sacrifice. So, um, what you're saying is if you've got, like, uh, is it Staticaster Lockdown? They're really locked down. Yeah. You know what else does that? Static. Just having is it Staticaster. <laughs> I mean, I think that's like, don't delete, but it's like... Not, not, you don't want to delete no, it? No, but it's not a real key. I am deleting it. All right. It's not a real card, but... Now you're just being... Return target, disperse. Return target, not only permanent to its owner's hand. I want a PTQ with that, except for it was arcane okay. before. Delete it. Delete it? <laughs> Done. I mean, nobody's dispersing. All right. Nobody even unsummons. How, how would they disperse? Okay. Divination? Uh, snap keep. Domestication? Reluctantly snap keep. 
Elite Arcanist. Snap keep. Really? The card is sweet. Okay, so four mana. Yeah. It has a picture of Jace on it. Yeah. Uh, human Wizard, 1-1. One, one. When Elite Arcanist enters the battlefield, you may exile an instant card. So is this an Isochron Scepter? Yeah, it's, but it's a sweet sideboard card. Like, what do we got? Let's say you're playing against Esper Control, and you're playing, like... Esper Control, okay? After boards, everybody decides out their, their Jones, right? Yeah. Right? And you're like, all right, Cavern Elite Arcanists. Because you already had Caverns for, for Snapcaster Mage. Right. So you're just like, all right, Wizards, right? You're like, turn four, Elite Arcanist. Go. What do you got, bro? And they're like, crap, nothing. And you're like, interestingly, I'm just going to put a Divination on this. Oh, what, is that only instance? No. You may, oh, no, only instance. All right, whatever. I'm putting, like, Azorius Charm on this. Do or you I'm putting Negate on it. How about, do you know that Azorius Harm on Elite Arcanist infinitely stops an Aetherling? How many cards in the format can stop an Aetherling at all, let alone infinitely stop an Aetherling? Okay. How about you sit there and draw cards with it on every turn that they don't have an Aetherling? By the way, even if they get an Aetherling, you're just destroying it every turn. I mean, yeah, it's like you tap two in your Elite Arcanist and they Putting top... charms on this seems absurd. Yeah, how about you just Boros Charm him? Like, what if you're playing the Fog deck against, like, a deck that doesn't have a lot of creature removal or sides out of creature removal because you're the freaking Fog deck? And then you're just like, turn five Elite Arcanist. So are like, all right, all in, and you're like, Fog out of my hand, and I have, like, a charm on my Elite Arcanist. Jeej. Or, like, you know what's the best thing to put on him? The one that's, like, white two, prevent all damage. Like, prevent all kinds of all damage. Sure, yeah. So he can even protect himself. Yeah. Like, he's act. I think he's insane. Like, I don't even think he's, like, pretty good. Okay. Yeah, if I you can sold me. You sold me. Like, full-on Timothy, Yeah, yeah, right? once you start talking about charms on yeah. him, I was All right, sold. go, now delete him. Really? No, of course not. <laughs> but you yeah, could have seen what? that, though. Essence scatter. And keep. Obviously keep. Frost, frost breath. breath. You, you would have frost breath back in Nationals 2010, wouldn't you? Yeah. You would have been a second, right? I would have been a second. You were the sweetest. Remember when you got Ocho and Brad Nelson to play your, your Venfine deck? That was awesome. It's not for you, that tournament. You had two top eight competitors. Yeah, but... You were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> two, two of the best players in the world managed to sneak into the top eight by virtue of their 6-0 draft performances. Yeah. Ocho got there. Promptly lost. Yeah. Brad got there. Almost didn't make player of the year. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it was close. He had to win a playoff. <laughs> he had I mean, to win a playoff. To be fair, I've always wanted to see the playoff. <laughs> You, it was your long game. <laughs> All right, Frost Breath. Goodbye. The Elite. Galrider Sliver is certainly a keeper, right? Yeah, I mean, we, of all we the kept Slivers. Sun, we, kept, we kept Suntail Hawk. Yeah, this is just Suntail Hawk with upside. And this flies for two on turn two in the Sliver deck. For sure. Deck. Uh, glimpse the future. Look at the top three cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. So Sorcery. for three, it's like divination-ish, right? You go one deeper to find something, but like putting cards in your... Terrible compulsive research, or I mean, sort of digs for land, but like you set up your. I don't. I mean, it might be okay. I think this is like a reluctant keep. I think that, I think it's a reluctant keep too. I mean, I kind of like it better than like having cards in your graveyard is good. But it's not. I mean, it's not better than the one that I did for. Is it for better top than divination? Decks. No, the one that's like U three. Look at the top four. Keep one with flashback. Right. Isn't that way better than this card? Sure. This is a sorcery. Yeah. And it digs less deep. Yeah. It's gone. All right. Right. The other one. The other one barely gets played. Right. Sure. Okay. Illusionary armor. I'm not even gonna. It's, it's a five mana armor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just deleting it. 
Jay's memory depth, obviously, obviously. is a keeper. Jace's mind seat. I like this card. Six mana for a 4-4 four, four flying. When it enters the battlefield, target opponent puts the top five cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. You may cast an instant or sorcery card from among them without paying its mana cost. It's, it's this card insane. is insane. Like, the problem is, it's insane, and for six mana, nowhere near as good as an Aetherling. It's <laughs> not even close. <laughs> What's as good as an Aetherling? I mean, this is a keeper, though, It's right? sweet, I agree. And not as good as an Aetherling. Would you agree with all these terms? I would agree with this. You don't even play four I mean, Aetherlings. You, you don't really have the ability to control what's on top of your opponent's deck. But you don't even play four Aetherlings. That's yeah. the problem with it. This is more commitment. You don't even play four Aetherlings. But if you're playing against red-green beats and your chosen way to win is this instead of Aetherling, you just slam no, it down. I, I see this you, being like... You might get a spear and there might be nothing. You side it in... In pod, I don't even know. No, but it's like not even it's not even that good against against like other controls because it doesn't have flash. You're talking me into deleting this thing. I mean, like it's a reluctant keep, but now I, I'm deleting it. It's not going to get played. It's really not. It's not going to get played. Close. It's a delete. It's, like, I mean, I feel it's, like it's it's going to chill with Merfolk Spy. But how about Messenger, and Messenger Drake? Drake? I'm not even reading these cards. Messenger You're just killing Drake's them. a three-three flyer for five. Are mana. you sure we want to kill the Jace's Illusion guy? Yeah. No it's just saying. it's the problem is here's here's how I think you don't even play four Aetherlings and in fact yeah. at the six drop most of the decks that can play an Aetherling want some prime speakers I'm just I'm just continuing to delete cards Nefalius Selkite got opportunity oh, I want to keep it the, you know this cost me a top eight right you have to keep this card. that cost me a top eight I opportunity myself instead of Zimashowitz and oh. then he timed me out in game two. If I just like sat, sat, sat and waited to opportunity him to sure. death, but I, but he had congregate, so I was like opportunity myself to break through and then he congregates me and timed me out. Sure. Which is my, I mean, it's honestly my own fault, you know? Yeah, yeah. 14 years later, I look back on that tournament and be like, if I had played with a little bit more patience, my deck was the best deck at the true, table. A true missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you think this is a cuttable card? Yeah, I, I, I think this card would keep. I think you're going to see people play this card. Like, it's going to get played. Way worse than Prime Speaker and way worse than Sphinx's Revelation. And way worse than Staff of Men, which apparently they don't have anymore. Apparently Rod of Ruin is just going to sell so many more packs than Staff of Men in the core set. Why would you invent in this awesome, insanely good artifact and then just replace so it with had, Rod of Ruin? So I had Rod of Ruin in my seal pool this weekend, yeah. and I was like, I'm going to play like Magic like it's uh, 1993. Rod of Ruin stinks. It's just... Garbage. It's it like, is the stinkiest. Were you like, oh my god, if this were a granite shard? How many times do you think that? This was anything. God oh. forbid a staff of Nin, right? Yeah. Opportunity. Oh. Thoughts? Really? I think so. Okay. I think we're going to see someone playing it. All oh. right. You, you, you're saying it just gets... It just gets priced out by Sphinx. I've played it in Constructed, and it's never been that good. And it's competing right. against Sphinx's Revelation. All right. I'm going to delete. Phantom Warrior Kill. Quicken. Quicken. I, I, Insane. Is it? It's I love, awesome. I love Quicken, but... It's a one-mana cantrip. Right. How about I just, like, cast this and then, like... Supreme like, Verdict you and then untap and do something. Yeah, how about it? How about I just cast this and then cast, like, some insane sorcery, like, I don't know, Supreme Verdict. How about I just cast this and then, like, randomly miracle into Terminus or Bonfire or whatever. It's, like... How, how insane is just... Randomly, like, flipping this into an actual miracle, actual sorcery, actual can play it, or anything. Yeah. Like, it's just a one-man of... I, I, I love Quicken. Quicken's, a, you know, one of, my, one of my pet cards. I mean, even, like, a divination is not that bad. Yeah. Through, I always want to keep Scroll Thief. You want to keep Scroll Thief? I killed Opportunity. You think I'm going to actually keep Scroll Thief? Okay. Just checking. 
Seacoast Seacoast strength. one three for two now. Uh, was it for two? Yeah. I actually think that's not that bad. He might be a bad defender. I mean, do people play, like, the stupid Pegasus from... All right, all right. Sensory deprivation. I mean, like, it's just priced out, right? Like, it's, it's, it shouldn't be that bad, but yeah. people don't play that way. Spell Blast, Reluctant Keep. Okay. Thoughts? Yes? Sure. Just Reluctant. I mean, you know, sometimes, like, you just need an extra counterspell. I mean, it's garbage, but people yeah. play garbage counterspells all the time. Yep. Tidebinder Mage. I like this That's card. That's probably the best blue card in the set. So you, you, when Tidebinder Mage enters the battlefield, tap target red or green creature opponent controls, doesn't on tap, turns controls up stuff for as long as you control the mage. This card's great, right? It's insane. I mean, it's a 2-2 two, two for 2 in blue also. I mean, this is a but pretty aggressive. Think costly. about how it is in Legacy. Like, top down their Tarmogoyf. Right. Like. Or Modern. Yeah, whatever. But Legacy actually has Merfolk decks. Right. So... I mean, I think well, it's. Maybe, just, I mean, maybe modern will have a Merfolk. This might be something that could push a. Like a modern. Is there Aether Vial in, in modern? There is, yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, Shadow Shadow plays it. Plays it. I mean, you could play this, the 2 1 draw card. Um, you can play all the lords, right? Yeah, everything's available. Yeah, I mean, that might. And then this might actually make for a legit modern deck. You're yeah. right. Time Ed, garbage, yeah. Tone Scour, garbage. Train Condor, I don't know what it is. So, two, one, two, one flyer for three, and then when, whenever it attacks, yeah, 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 another yeah. creature you control gains some ability. Traumatize. I mean, it's... You know Billy Jensen was traumatized at the Grand Prix that he top-aided with, uh, with uh, Battle of Wits, don't you? <laughs> you know what he said when the guy traumatized him? He said, thanks, and then cast Yogmoss Agenda. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was destroyed. <laughs> He's so like... Hmm? So what do, you, what do you think of this? It's not, I mean, it's never really been playable, and standard's okay. faster than ever. Okay. Agree? Agree. Wall of Frost, 07 for 3, Defender. Whenever Wall of Frost blocks a creature, that creature doesn't untap. I feel like Adrian Sullivan or someone could play this card. What do you think? I, I could see this card getting played. Yeah, it's, it's like, reasonably fast enough. I, I could see a blue deck, you know, just, like, you just shut down almost any ground creature. Like... I, all of Not my examples anything. are like, yeah, if I have this in an Aetherling, I have an Aetherling. <laughs> so, yeah, it's probably garbage. Yeah, I mean, it is garbage. But. Yeah. Warden of Evos Isles is kind of an interesting card. 2U for a 2-2 flyer. Creature spells with flying you cast cost one less to cast. So it's like a mana elf for blue? Yeah. It's like also 2-2 flyer for 3. If it were 2-2 flyer for 2, it would be sweet. Like, if this was cost 2, you'd play it in Heartbeat. Like, it... Reduces the cost of Jace's guy. Yeah, we deleted Jace's guy. I know. Guy. I'm saying, like, I mean, I don't know. He's. I just can't see for playing this. Like most of the most of like the flying creatures I want to play that are like legitimately creating sure. them, I make them by casting a four drop. I'm also deleting Water Servant. I love this card. Wind, so seven. So it's Wind Reader Sphinx seven flying. Whenever a creature with flying attacks, you may draw a card. Yeah. So like it's a. It's like the Sphinx I used to play, but way worse. It costs more than that Sphinx. What was but, that called? Like C Sphinx? Congregated Sphinx or something? Oh, uh, Consecrated Sphinx. Consecrated Sphinx. Yeah. So he's more expensive than Consecrated Sphinx, worse at fighting, and then, like, you actually have to attack to draw a card. You don't have to attack. They also can attack. Oh, when, oh but only with the creature with flying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, fringe, maybe. It's so expensive. It is very expensive. I mean, like... He's competing with Prime Speaker, Aetherling, Angel of Serenity. Sure. I mean, like... 
But think about a late game situation where you've both, you know, where you've both kind of just exhausted your resources, and you stick this guy, then you like, attack, draw. Card. Okay. In the exact same situation, instead you drew six. No, you I just mean, you just drew an angel serenity. Angel serenity also yeah. five. I'm sorry. Also seven. Does kills the opponent three turns faster, and you've uh, drawn two cards yeah. from your graveyard and removed their blocker. Or, and like if they if they ever kill it, you just get your Thrag Tusks back. Like yeah, he's a he's gone. All right. I mean, maybe someday, right? But yeah, maybe not not today. Zephyr Charge. I'm just don't worry about it. I'll save you the time. All right. So blues. Let's go. So what do we One, keep? One, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve. 12. So 12 from 14. So how many of these are real peeps? Okay. Okay. Um, so starting one. Cancel half. Clone half. Colossal whale, no. Divination, yes. Domestication, half. So that's 2.5. Elite Arcanist, half. Three. Essence Scatter, four. Gale Rider Silver, half. 4.5. Jace, 5.5. Quicken, six. Spell Blast, 6.5. Type Enter Mage, 7.5. That's it. 7.5 over 12. Yeah. That's way worse than 12 over 14, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Blue got the shaft. All right. Yeah, Blue does not seem very exciting to me. Do Dude, we... The problem is they just print these cards that have to compete with Prime Speaker and, right. and uh, Aetherling. I mean, look, you can't go make a card like Aetherling, which is just the best, and then have sure. everything compete with it, right? A Cursed Spirit. Are we doing black? Yeah, just go. All right, Cursed Spirit. It's a 3-2 for 4. I'm going to delete it. Okay. Alters Reap. People play cards like this. Yeah. There's an additional cost, cast, cost to cast Alters Reap, sacrifice a creature, draw two cards. They play it in, like, Threatened decks and, like, Bloodthrown Vampire decks. You know, is this is a real keep or a non-keep? Or? I mean, you can count it as half, right? Really? I'll play it. No? Yeah, All right. I mean, is it going to get played in a real deck? Brian just hit hit that Alters Reap in the altars. Yeah. Artificer's Hex. Sweet art, actually. It's like it a weird sword. Yeah, it's enchanting a sword. At the beginning of your upkeep, if enchanted equipment is attached to a creature, just for... This card's terrible. Uh, let's see. Blightcaster, four mana for two, three, when you have all this text... Whenever you cast read. an enchantment spell, you may have target creature get minus two, minus two. This is, like, worse than Bogbrew Witch, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blood Baron, so this is a keep. We've seen this Nantuko Husk. You know, it's just... Sacrifice another Why creature. Why does it sacrifice another creature? I don't understand that. Uh, just like some of the intuitive templating they've been trying to do. Yeah, so I mean, if an Antuco Husk is playable, this is playable, right? Right. It's a little worse yeah. than Antuco Husk. Well, it's a vampire, though. Yeah. But like, yeah, like on something like a War Leader's Helix, this is substantially worse than an Antuco Right. Husk. So I'll keep that. Bog Brew Witch. Is yeah. this good? Or keep not? it half. Yeah, I mean, like, there's decks that just get destroyed by this card, right? Aren't there? Yeah, I think so. Like you just, I mean, it feels like the combo might just be good enough to, like... The, the, I could see someone playing it. The problem is the combo runs out. Once you run out of newts, it doesn't do anything anymore. Right. That's the problem. Like, So you have, like... Like, if you draw two of these, right. your combo runs so out, you like, immediately. This, so you want to you wanna change Bogbrew Witch to say, search a library of a card named Festering Newt, Bubbling Cauldron, or Elixir of Immortality. Well, if, if, I, wanted, <laughs> if I were going to make this card, it would cost, like, black, black, one instead of three black. And it would do something when it comes into play. Right. It would put one of those on top of your library, and it would have its ability, and it would be 2-3 instead of 1-3. Right. And then it would be, like, fringe playable instead of, like... So you're saying delete. No, no, no. I think it's playable because, like, people will play it. But, Child of Night. Like, I, I actually can imagine somebody on camera getting destroyed by this, which is the reason why I want to keep it, right? Like, okay. can't you imagine that? Sure. Like, there's some pro player on, on camera with a horrified look on his face while some noob destroys him with the Bogdan Witch combo. 
You can you can imagine this, right? Absolutely. Okay, so same thing as when I saw Dark Depths, where I was just like, you but know you also what? get to put it onto the battlefield. I mean, yeah. that's but like, like those so for, are pretty powerful. Yeah, because you save some mana. But the thing is, like, when I saw Dark Depths, everyone was like, oh, this card's unplayable. I'm like, it's not unplayable. Like, if you can imagine the situation actually happening, it's not unplayable. It might not be popular, but, like, and then I'm like, and the, the reality is, if you could figure out a way to cheat off counters, it's insane. Right. Which is what happened. They made something to cheat off counters. Child of Night. Delete. You know it's a vampire? Corpse hauler? What is this? Sacrifice corpse hauler, return oh, another target creature card from the grave digger. Yeah, it's just get it out of there. Corrupt keep. Keep, yeah. Wait, so was mutilate in M thirteen? No, mutilate was in. Was it? Because if mutilate's in M thirteen and they took out mutilate and give you corrupt, I mean, like it was a pretty short window for Lily. Yeah, right? I don't know. And like and they, they should have maybe made like a black farseek that only gets basic swamps. If they, made, if they actually made a black Farseek, only gets basic swamps, and you have Lily, and you have Mutilate, and you have this at the same time, Mono Black Control still probably wouldn't be very good. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> but we're keeping it? Yeah, we're keeping it. I, Dark I, Favor. This seems like a card that, you know, like the New Jersey kids would have played. Which New Jersey kids are you thinking of? Eric Phillips. I don't know at what point that alert came up. But I think it might have been pausing us now. No. All right, all right. Dark favor, delete. Dark prophecy. This card's good, right? Whenever a creature you control dies, you draw a card and lose one life. So you sided in against. You're gonna use a turn. It's not like necropotence. Well, but think about think about all the like crazy Sam Black decks that are sacrificing things and cartel aristocrats and like the ability to just draw three or four cards. Your opponent wraths you, and you're like, okay. I take four. I draw. So you think four it's a sideboard cards? card against blue light control? Yeah. All right, I won't cut it then. Okay. Death Gator's consequences is too good of art. But it's a cockatrice, so you cut it. Diabolic Tutor. I've played this many times. Yeah. Delete. <laughs> Doomblade off keep. Yeah, Duress off keep. Festering Newt keep. You have to keep. Gnawing Zombie. So this is a creature sacrifice outlet. The target player loses one life. You gain one life. One three for two. One black to sacrifice. One and a black to sacrifice. So this is just worse than Cartel Aristocrat in every possible way, yeah. right? Yeah, go on. Goodbye. Yeah. It's worse than Bloodthrown Vampire. Yeah. Grim Return. Sweetheart. Yeah, Sweet Sweetheart by Rob McKinnon. Or so it's Rob. just like super conditional. Choose the target creature card in a graveyard that was put there from the battlefield this turn. Put the card onto the battlefield under your control. I mean, so if someone you're, you're asking for a lot. So it's kind of like a counter spell for a removal spell, but it also gets creatures that your, your opponent, opponent. Yeah, your I mean, opponent. like, I don't want to cut it, and like they put such good art on it, it's probably not that bad. Like, it, I don't know. It seems really, really hard to maneuver this card to me. Yeah. But you're, are you, you want to cut it? You're gonna keep it? I think you just keep it. Keep it and call it a, a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Life Zombies, zombies the, insane. One of the best cards in the set. Insanity. Three mana, one BB for Intimidate, three one. Do when Life Bane Zombie enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a green or white creature card from it and exile that card. Do you remember back in like the blue-green threshold days how terrified we were of the Slithery Stalker? Ah. I mean, like, what a joke. 
But compared to White Bane Zombie. Yeah, and this is just exile. It's just like gone. It's like mulligan you. Bone your face. Mulligan. By the you. way, you're not blocking my three three X for three. Yeah. It's just insane card. Yeah, yeah. this card's great. Liliana's Liliana Keep, sure. great. I played her in a Grand Prix, unfortunately. Liliana's Reaver. 4-3 so, for, for 4. Yeah. Death Touch. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player that player discards a card and you put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. Oh, there's yeah. certainly a lot of text on that. I'm I'm going no. Yeah, I'm going no as well. I mean, 4-3 for 4. If it were 4-5, I'd probably go yes. And if it had Intimidate instead of Death Touch, maybe? I, I, I think no. It's just like... This thing's gonna get popped by a by a searing spear one too often. Liturgy of Blood. That's a sweet name. Three BB for sorcery, destroy target creature, add BBB to your mana pool. Goodbye. I want that card to be I wish that card was like what if that card cost four and gave you three black mana? Yeah. Or what Did you it, play it? No. No? Okay. Mark of the Vampire, Sia. Mind rot? Probably not. That's a little rhyme. Minotaur Abomination, it's Vanilla Force 6. It's exactly six. two Minotaurs glued together. <laughs> Nightmare? You know, Eric Lauer used to sideboard that card. So there's matches you just want a big guy. Sure. Goodbye. Yeah? I, I, what do you think? I mean, I... It hasn't been played in 14 years. Yeah, yeah. Nightwing, Nightwing Shade, Shade, goodbye. Yep. Quag Signals? Probably not. Rise so of the Dark card, Realms. This card's awesome. It's just Lily's Ultimate? Yeah. I mean, so, what's your goal? Like, mutilate, wrap the board, and they get everybody? Yeah. You need, like, minimum need... 11 mana over over two turns, realistically. Why do you need over two, Why do you need that much over two turns? Because you're not going to do all of it in one turn. I mean, actually, you could... You could quicken... You could quicken Wrath, or... And then untap in this? Oh, you're saying you need a negate to keep... I mean, like, it's sweet if you pull it off, but cards that cost nine are are sweet. Right. Is there any way to cheat this? Yeah, for sure. I don't know how, but like probably. Keep negate. Keep it I, I don't want to delete. It's it's like a powerful fireballish spell. Sanguine bond, probably high high keep. Don't delete that. It's a high keep. Really? Yeah. Whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. Yeah. Like, what if you were gaining life and then they were losing a life? We weren't allowed to keep the gain life, make an angel. How is those people? So do four four angels. You just like. With Martyr in play or something. All right, kill it. <laughs> Goodbye, Sanguine Bond. I didn't part too, fight too hard. For Goodbye, Sanger Vampire. Pro Tour Top 8, number go, one. Go play with Sarah Angel. Shadowborn Apostle. So what's Keith. this 666 card deck? Because you can play with any, any number of Shadowborn Apostles. So what, what demon are you getting with this? Patrick yeah, he puts it into play, right? Yeah. You got Gristle Style. It's hard to lose with Gristle Style in play. Sure. I mean, what are they going to do? Kill enough Shadowborn Apostles that you can't search up Gristle Style? I think not. Your deck's 666 cards deep. You're going to draw all the Shadowborn Apostles you need. Eventually, they're not going to have... Then you're going to get Crystal Style, and you're going to draw seven Shadowborn Apostles. What are you going to do? All land. What are you going to do, brother? No, no, no. You're not deleting him. No? No. You're getting Gristle Style. All right. Shadowborn Deep. Or this guy, I guess. Five, six for five. Flying when he enters the battlefield, destroy target non-demon creature. So this guy's like a big ass Necrotal. And if you have six guys in your graveyard, he's fine, right? We can even keep if there are fewer than six creature cards in your graveyard, sacrifice a creature. But you sacrifice six to get Shadowborn Demon. Yeah. So this is New Lord of the Pit. So your deck is like four Shadowborn Demon, four Gristle Style, I don't know, four hundred Shadowborn Apostles, and then the remainder lands. Is this guy playable? 
Yeah, in the Shadowborn Apostle deck. Is he playable apart from the Shadowborn Apostle deck? Yeah, like, I don't know. You play him against Blitz or something. He's just like your five-drop board holder. You just like, what if all you did was cast this guy, kill their, their Minotaur wizard guy, and they don't attack you for a turn? Is that worth five mana? Maybe. Maybe, right? Because sometimes he keeps going, you know? Sure. Like, what if you're playing a deck that, like, passively mills itself or something? Or like, has elves that it can sacrifice. So I'll give, you like a, I'll give you an example, right? Turn five, I cast a Jace, level up Jace by milling myself, you know, like Wrath Jace. And the next turn, I just Jace myself for ten and cast Shadowborn Demon and kill your thing. All right, we'll keep him. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, like, enthusiastic about him, but I think he's probably okay. Shrivel? All creatures get minus one, minus one. All the I mean, certainly, no, he's, he's fine. Okay. You could kill, like, a bunch of, like, invisible stalkers with it. Okay. Siphon Sliver? I mean, he's asterisk Sliver. Yeah, so we're deleting... Why do Slivers look like zombies now? I don't know. Tenacious Dead, this is, like, the fixed, uh, skeletal remains, or whatever that guy was. Do you like it? I didn't even read the text. And whenever he dies, you may pay one bl- one in a black. If you do return it to the battlefield, no. No, garbage. I don't really care for it. Garbage. Undead Minotaur, goodbye. Yeah. Some of these cards are terrible. Vampire Warlord, five mana for a 4-2, sacrifice another creature, regenerate Vampire Warlord. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> what a joke. Vile Rebirth. Yeah, Exile's target creature. I liked it for a second, and then I read the word creature. Yeah. It's, like, not good. Uh, Ring Flesh, obviously good. Xanthan Necromancer, this card's obviously, obviously very, very good. very good. One so, of the better cards in the set. Yeah, I bet it's certainly the best black card, right? So... It's a, a black two for a two two, so an auspicious start. <laughs> Whenever Xanthrid Necromancer or another human creature you control dies, put a two two black zombie creature token onto the battlefield tap. So like you're playing let's say play this in the aristocrats in the Balraz spot, you're playing like regular aristocrats rather yeah. than uh, what did you call it? Junkocrats? What was the name you gave it? I don't remember. So you could just play this there like you're sacrificing whatever creatures and getting tokens to further sacrifice creatures. Right. Um, it's good. Yeah, it starts to look really good to me. That's it for black. All right. So you want to you want to try to? It's eight p.m. now, and I don't know if I'm going to battery die or not. We want to just go and see. Let's how just long go. We won't. We won't let's recap. Go. No recap. Academy Raiders. Actually, don't... we got to recap. We have not to recap. recap black. All right. Uh, one. So let's keep going. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16! So how many real cards, though? Okay, uh, 16 black. Real? Half. half. Oh, no, but Bloodburn, you want to get full? Uh, we'll give it a half. Half. Bog Bridge, half is one. Corrupt, two. Dark Prophecy, half, 2.5. Doomblade, 3.5. Duress, 4.5. Fesher Newt, 6. Five. Five. No, 4.5 gives us a 5. Oh, 5, sorry, 5. Grim Return, 5.5. 6.5. 7.5, 8, uh, 8.5, 9, uh, 9.5, 10.5, 11.5. 11.5 out of... Out of 16. Yeah, I mean, we didn't actually do enough point fives on white. I think black's probably the strongest so far. Yeah. All right. It seems pretty clear. So we're going to red, and red might just die at any minute. Academy uh, Ranger. Um, Intimidate, and then it loops when it deals combat damage to a player. Utter garbage. Yep. Active Act treason. Full keep. Yeah. Full keep. You know how many times cards like this have, like, top-aided Pro Tours? Okay. You don't... Or are you really objecting I mean, to Active Treason? this is in standard right now. And people play cards like this. Like, they play it in the... In the... In the... 
vampire whatever deck, right? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair, you're right. It'll get played. And yeah. we have Blood Bear now and yeah. some other sacrifice abilities, okay? But wait, give me I actually think this card's playable. I think playable. this card's really good. Yeah. This is like the best ball lightning variant we've seen in a while, actually. I think it's, I mean, it's more expensive than it looks, right? So we're talking about Awaken the Ancient. So one RRR for an Enchantment Ore, Enchant Mountain. Enchanted Mountain is a 7-7 red giant creature with haste. It's still a land. So you basically need five mana to make this go. But if and when you do, he trucks. Yeah, you're just bashing in for seven. And I mean, I would actually just say, like, you disenchant something, you can hold the the ground with it. It's a 7-7. Yeah. Keep. Really, yeah, I like that quite a lot. Barrage of Expendables. Expendables. I think this card's pretty good. I think this card's good. Yeah. Uh, again, same thing. We talked about Act of Treason. You know, Sacrifice Ability, Sacrifice Outlets. I, it might be good in an Aristocrats type deck, sure. right? All right. Uh, Battle Sliver, Asterisk Sliver. I mean, I think we can delete that even regardless. Blur Sliver, Asterisk Sliver. Burning Earth, excellent. Absolutely excellent. <laughs> Burning Earth is R3 enchantment. Whenever a player taps a non-basic land for mana, Burning Earth deals one damage to that player. You don't want this resolving against you. No, no. This card, this card's pretty brutal, actually. Uh, I beat Mana Barbs at the at the 2010 um, regionals that we both queued. Uh, my opponent Mana Barbed me in, in a Boros deck, and I actually just outlasted him with Vampire Hex Mages and Malakir Blood, which is this is pretty brutal. Yeah. Mana Barbs was too, but I think this card's excellent because it's asymmetrical. You play this in straight red. There's like no downside. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Minotaur, Minotaur Goodbye Deletable Chandra, Chandra. I don't like Chandra I keep I, I, I think this card's really good I think this card got a bad rap Early on but It's just Chase the Mind Sculptor Yeah With three abilities Like yeah. I mean What do you price What do you price Shower of Sparks at Shower of Sparks was Reason, I mean, it wasn't, like, high play, but, like, Shower of Sparks is fairly comparable to Unsummon. They cost the same amount of mana, and this is more powerful than Shower yeah. of Sparks, right? They can't block, and it deals damage to them. Right, and, right. And you can shoot them if there's no creature. Right. Right? Isn't that not, not the it case? It deals one damage to target player and one damage to up to one target creature yeah. that player controls. Yeah, so it's way better than Shower of Sparks. And it lets you attack pop, uh, Planeswalkers. Yeah. Right, it says you can't block with that guy. Yeah. Oh, you just made a beast token with your Garrick? It's can't hi- block. highly yeah. comparable to Unsummon. The zero ability is worse than Brainstorm and still pretty good. Right. Right? And then the minus seven is unplayable, but that's not what you play the card right. for, right? There's right. tremendous amount of advantages you can get. And it's not really unplayable. Like, I, I think it's card. I, I, really, I really like this card a lot. It's a good card. Uh, Chandra's Outrage. Hasn't been played in the last three years. Yep. Chandra's Phoenix obviously Fireball, has been sure. played in the last three years. Cyclops Tyrant, what's this? Six mana for three, four intimidate? Are you for real? <laughs> Demolish, keep. Keep! What no, did you... we've got better cards than Demolish. It was in Vor. What better cards than Demolish do we have? We have. We have Smelt coming up for artifacts. But it destroys land. Hey, you think that's going to be relevant for four mana? I can't but you undelete it. it. Oh, Alright, I mean, it was played in Vor. Undelete Demolish? I don't think I would cut it. I think it's okay. way more playable than a lot of the hats okay. that we keep. Okay, all right. So we'll pre- okay. pretend it's back. Dragon Egg. Dragon Egg. There's a lot of text. So, oh, yeah. two for three. So this will be, be Demolish. Okay. Dragon Hatchling. I like it. Goodbye. I liked it, though. Flames, Flames of the Firebrand. Fire keep. keep off. Flesh Pulper Giant. Seven mana for 4-4. Four, four. Just kill it. Goblin Diplomats. Uh, two mana, each two Each creature one. attacks this turn if able. I mean, I guess that's goblin diplomacy for you. Yeah. I think that there's a home for him, right? He keeps your opponents from blocking your rush I mean, guys. I mean, tap ability. Yeah, it's just garbage. I think it's just garbage. Okay. It's like, what are you going to do? You're going to play this guy, not use his ability. Okay. Or not attack with him. Yeah, fuck that card. Pardon. 
Goblin I like Goblin Shortcutter a lot better. 2-1 for R1. When Goblin Shortcutter enters the battlefield, target creature can't block this turn. Yeah, I can see that. I see this card I think being played. Pat might play it. Yeah. He likes, to play like, pretty sweet he likes Fire Fist Striker a lot. So. Yeah. Lava Axe. I'd like to ask you whether or not you want to keep it. I will not keep it. Lightning Talons. 3R for Enchantment Aura, Enchant Creature. 3O and First Strike. It's way worse than Mad Cap Skills, right? Yeah. Okay. Marauding Maulhorn. 5-3 for 4 mana. When Marauding Maulhorn attacks... Unless it attacks you, each turn if able, unless you control a creature named Advocate of the Beast. It's comparable to Juggernaut, but with, like, better text, right? Yeah. So deleting the hell out of it, right? Okay. Yeah, deleting it all night long. Mind Sparker. Well, I've been wanting to ask you about this card, actually. 1RR for 3-2. Elemental. First strike. Whenever an opponent casts a white or blue instant or sorcery, Mind Sparker deals 2 damage to that player. It's certainly playable. 3-2 first strike. But one of the reasons that they give cards like this first strike is so they don't die in combat with Snapcaster Mage. Right. I think it's very playable. I mean, it's not my, my favorite creature or anything, right, right. but it's, it's fine. Molten Birth, uh, one RR to put two red elemental creature tokens into play. If you win a coin flip, you return this to its owner's hand. It's insane. Is it? Yeah, it's awesome. I can't believe I didn't check this card out before. Why, why do you think it's so awesome? Because it's like... It's like a little bit worse than uh, than just having uh, uh, a midnight haunting, right? It's right. like a little bit worse. Like sometimes you get mugged by midnight haunting, and like usually when you get mugged by midnight haunting, you saw it coming and you did it anyway, right? Right. It's a little bit worse, but sometimes it's better than lingering souls. Right. Right. Well, six mana. I think it's it's in red, not black sure. and white. Sure. Like I actually think this card is very good. Okay. Like, if, it's, if you only just get the two, it's comparable to cards that people play. Okay. It's, like, way better than Midnight Hunting on average, I think. Okay. Well, keep... Do, would you agree with that or not? I, I mean, it's... Midnight Hunting is a high-played card. Yes. It's way better than that on average. Uh, Uber Battle Driver of Yavamaya. So... He's Uber Battle Driver. Two RR. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, that creature gets plus two and haste until... For every creature? Yes. This is... First of all, this card is absolutely insane... And it will see very little play. It will see very little play, but but it's insane. But you're going to lose. You're going to. You're. You know. You're going to go into a tournament room, and you're going to lose. Someone's going to play this, and then like play some sort of cloud ranger and attack you for a million. I mean, Colonian Hydra. Yeah. So you have Colonian Hydra comes in as an eight plus two. He's attacking for ten. Right. Yeah. I mean, this might be a high play. Yeah, I, I like this card. I do not hate this card. I mean, I wish he had haste, but... Yeah. I wish he were 3-4. Yeah. Uh, Pitchburn Devils. Oh, he doesn't himself have haste? He does not himself oh, have haste. Oh, he's way worse than I thought. Yeah, he okay. is not He is not great. And he's a 3-3. Three, three. He's, he's held giant with potential. But with a plus 2 is pretty interesting. He doesn't get plus 2. I know, but it doesn't yeah. matter. It's yeah, only until yeah. end of turn, but it's, yeah. a, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Any, I, I like... Compare everything to how good it would make Colonian Hydra. You know, that's the reason why I had a high pick on Ajani this year. Uh, Regathon Firecat. So 4-1 four, four, for three. Get out of there. Garbage. Just dies to Doomblade and is a static caster. <laughs> Scourge of Valkus. So this is the fixed Thundermaw Hellkite. Right. And they fixed him real good because he's got nothing dangling between fixed, the legs anymore. I was just going to say, <laughs> fixed like my cat. Yeah, just like resting on its fat belly, licking its hindquarters. I mean, I'm not cutting him. You're not? It's a 4-4 four, four flying for 5 with a bunch of text. 
Because that text is all right. Whenever Scourge of Valkus or another dragon enters the battlefield under your control, it deals X damage to target creature player where X is the number of dragons you control. So he nugs you for five, for one at least the first time. Sure. And that's about it. And then we can dragon storm with him and give him extra five damage on our dragon storm. I mean, no. Like, what if you cast Scourge of Valkus? And got dra- Oh, they're one at a time, right? No, the first one does one, second one does two, third one does three, fourth sure. one does... Sure. Well, actually- no, I think they all do the same amount. They all, they'll all trigger... And well, so the first one does one, the second one, both of them do two. So it's one, four... No, no, they all, they all come into play... And no, Dragon Storm all... is individual. It's one, then oh, one, then one, then one. Oh, because it's Storm yeah. copies. So right. the first one does one, the right. second one does four, the third one does nine... Each one does damage equal yeah, to the yeah, number yeah. of dragons. Just this so, card's insane. Yeah. With Dragonstorm, it's really good. Yeah, because you just cast it. It's not like the Bogardons. Right. This is just actually a modern staple. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> Ceiling Song is banned, right? Uh, yes, it is. Thank God. Because <laughs> this card is unbelievable in Dragonstorm, right? Am I wrong here? I don't know. I don't think take, so. I think let's take four Storm copies. Right? First one does one. Second one does four. So so we get a, we get a Scourge of Alcos and... Three Bogart and Hellcats. No, we just get four Scourge of Valkos. Okay, oh gosh. Okay. First one does one. Right. Second one does four. So the second one has two... Com- you, have, you have two in play. So... Yeah. Whenever it or another one comes into yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one, four, nine, sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. This card is insane in Dragonstorm. Yeah. I mean, but there's, there's no... It didn't stop John Finkel. Right. I mean... I think it's certainly a high asterisk. There are other crappy mana accelerators oh, we can we're play. Leave it. It's for sure. No, you can just play this card. Yeah, you can just cast it. It's five mana. What if you play like red green ramp and you just played eight dragons? You played like four scourge of Alcas and four thunder moths. You're going to complain about that? Yeah. Or, or if you have some way to cheat creature types into the dragons, or I don't. You don't even have to. You just you could actually door of destinies this. Door of destinies. Yeah, like. Oh, no, that's not what I'm thinking of, is yeah, it? No. It's a door of whoever blinks, the yeah. blinking door. Okay. Seismic, Seismic stop. Creatures without flying can't block the turn, so it's a falter. Nobody ever blocks, so it doesn't even matter. When was the last time you blocked? Shiv's Embrace. Goodbye. Poor Shiv's Embrace. Shiv and Dragon? Yeah, he's no Scourge of Valkus. I mean, he got played at... Hollywood last time he was legal. Yeah, how big is he again? Five five. You know six. that there's Thunder My Hellkite in standard, right? <laughs> Alright, delete from Alpine. Shock, Shock keep. keep. Smelt, Smelt keep. keep. Striking sliver. One one per strike. Asterisk slivers. We're just well, asterisk. I mean, he's a, but he's I'm saying he's Oh he's a full player. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a, at least a half point. Thorncaster. Thorncaster slivers, asterisk slivers. Thunder strike. Oh I Thunder don't know. Thunder creature one. gets plus two plus oh and gains first strike until end of turn. Sweet picture. Goodbye. Uh, let's see. Volcanic Geyser. I have to keep it. I want a PTQ with that card. <laughs> We're keeping it. You're not going to play this card. I kept. I want a PTQ with it. Wild guess. Wild guess if we keep this one. <laughs> I mean, I want to ask you, though. I mean, you don't You don't think... I think about cards like this a lot, and I just don't see a team play. I mean, listeners at home, RR for sorcery as an additional cost to cast Wild Guess, discard a card, draw two cards. You can't even do it with no cards in hand. It's an additional cost. Right. Like, I, it's too random. Yeah. 
Like, think about all the times you didn't play Sign in Blood. Wild Ricochet, obviously. Obviously, high keep. Obviously, keep. Adrian this, Sullivan invented that card. And this is the best card. In the format? In the format? I mean, it's, it's the best card in the set. It's it's really it's, insane. I mean, he's Young Pyromancer, 1R for a 2-1. Whenever you cast an instant sorcery spell, put a 1-1 one, one red elemental creature token out to the I mean, This is like the LeBron James of the set, right? He's like worth three cards. This card's insane. Yeah, he's really, really good. Uh, I mean, you can play him in a red beatdown deck. He's just a 2-1 that gets extra value. You can play well, him in again, a blue think deck. About, think about your... What's the card you like before? Uh, Molten Rebirth. Make three tokens yeah. when you play it. That's Maybe what I was buy literally back. thinking about when I was thinking about Young yeah. Pyromancer. Um, so, what's, is that the last card? Yeah, that's the last card. All right, so let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 19 playable cards in red. All right. How, how big are they? I have actually on that full card. Okay. One. Awaken the Ancient. I think it's a real card. I think it's half. Okay. One and a half. One and a half. Four Rajan's Bundles I have at half. Okay. Two. Two. Burning Earth, three. Four on Chandra Pyromancer. Five on Chandra's Phoenix. This is... Uh, Demolished. Demolish. Five, five. Uh, Flames of Firebrand, six or six, five? Six. Six. Short cutter, six, five. Six, five. Mind Sparker, seven. Seven. Molten Re- Rebirth, seven, five. Ogre Battle River, eight. Scourge of Valkus, nine. Full card, yeah. Full card. Shock, ten. Smelt, eleven. Striking Sliver, eleven, five. Volcanic Geyser, eleven, eleven, five. Still eleven, five. Wild Ricochet, twelve, five. Young Pyromancer, thirteen, five. Thirteen, five. Maybe fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Because he counts as an extra half card. Yeah, so I mean, when that when that thing comes up, we definitely weren't recording, so we had a hole somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, because it just came up again, so I don't know how long that was going for. Uh, probably not very long, but we were going through the red cards, and what did we just come up with? Thirteen point five out of nineteen playables. Out of, out of nineteen playables. All right, so I'm really low on batteries. So right. We're gonna storm through green. Okay. All right. Advocate of the beast. Goodbye. Delete. Bramble, Bramble crush. crush. Keep. Keep. Barry by Calfo. Delete. Brindleboard. Delete. Deadly Recruits, sorry, Becker. <laughs> Elvish Mystic, high keep. Yep. Enlarge, too expensive, right? Yeah, it's just too expensive, I think. Fog keep. Garrett Collar Beasts keep. is getting a half, by the way. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Garrett Sword, keep. keep. I mean, I mean kill. Kill, yeah. sorry. Giant Growth. Giant Growth, keep. Giant Spider, sorry, Becker. Glade Colors, oh, high keep on that one. That sliver is a... Uh, Seven mana, so goodbye. Howl and Night Pack, I want to keep it, but I'm not going to. Hunt the weak. Put a 1-1 one, one counter on target creature you control, then that creature fights target creature you don't control. Nah, four, four mana. Into the wilds. If you have keep looking at the top of your library, if it's a land card, you may put it on the battlefield it's an enchantment. No thanks. EDH only. Colonian Hydra. Best card in the set or no? Yeah, it's insane. Him or Young Pyromancer. I like Young Pyromancer and a Xantha little better. And Necromancer are the, are yeah. the contenders. Yeah. I think he's the best. Yeah. Do you think Young, you think young, young Pyromancer love, or I him? Think, I like Young Pyromancer. I, I like Colonial. Although I feel like maybe we're going to lose enough red cards. That I, I think Colonial Hydra snapped the best card in the set. Colonial Tusker. Very three good. Three for two. Very good. Keep. Yeah. He's only getting a half, Lay but he's land. good. Lay of the Land. Full, full keep. Mana Mana Sliver, keep. Yeah, keep, keep it at a half. Gigantic Sliver. It's a 6-6 six, six for 6. It's just asterisk cliver. Yeah. Naturalized keep. Oath of the Ancient Wood. Delete, Whenever, right? Yeah. It's like it starts off with Oath and it sounds so promising. Yeah. You know, but it's not one of the good Plummet. Oaths. Plummet. No, right? Is that a half card? All right, you can give it a half. Predatory sliver. It's a muscle sliver. Yeah, keep. for sure, Cleep. 
Primeval Bounty, EDH only. I mean, I Thanks. actually... I. Uh, Whenever you cast a creature spell, put a 3-3 green beast token onto the battlefield. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put 3 plus 1 plus 1 counters on target creature you control. Whenever a land enters the battlefield... What does this cost? Six. Oh, too expensive. At four, it would, it would be a, yeah, a medium yeah. card. Ranger Scout Keep. Root Wallow, get out of here. Get out of here, Root Wallow. Goodbye. Rambling Bailoff. God, garbage. Yeah, it's... Like, only two core sets ago, it was gaining four life, right? Savage Summoning. I think people like this card more than it's good. But it's... It's, it's a it's keep, good. but it's, it's keep. just not that good. Yeah. Scavenger Scavenger use. Oh, another contender for best card yeah, in the set. Yeah, keep. Spormon, uh, no. Five mana, three threes. Troll Hide. Beacon. Let's just get out of here. Okay. Vastwood. I think starts all right. Especially with Colonian Hydra and Scavenging Ooze. Sure. So Vastwood Hydra is... When it enters the battlefield with... Ash GGX. GGX. X is the number of plus one plus one counters it gets. And then when it dies, you can distribute those counters. It's, I think it's, it's sort good. of modulars. Yeah, I think it's all right. I mean, I don't think you want to play too many, but, like, is there something really you're going to yeah, do better than this? Burton Haven not getting played anyway. Voracious Worm. 2-2 two, two for 2. But, when Voracious Worm enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one, where X is the amount of life you gain this turn. It's just a 2-2 two, two for 2 at worst, and sometimes it's going off with right. Colonian Hydra, though, right? right? Yeah, and then, like, on turn 4, you could play a Verdant Haven, gain 2 life, and then play this as a 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, now you're making me want to play it less, so yeah. we're deleting it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just giving you an idea of what uh, you need to do. Windstorm, that's Hurricane, right? Yeah, yeah, well, except only creatures. Oh, it doesn't deal damage to players? Yeah. Get out of here. The whole point of Hurricane was that you could deal damage to players. Witch Stalker, sweet. Green okay. made out this Yeah, set. green is 1GG for a hexproof creature. Whenever an opponent casts a blue or black spell on your turn, Witch Stalker gets a plus one, plus one counter. How, how did it need more text? Uh, that card is insane. Yeah, that card's really good. Woodborne Behemoth. As long as you control eight or more lands, this is an 8-8. It costs five. It's just... The um, umpteenth wolf fear silverheart yeah. variant, right? Quarter shield. Oh, we're, we're just going to go through artifacts. Yeah, Bubbling just... cauldron is a keep at a half. Dark steel forge is a delete, right? Yes. Uh, Door to destinies is a keep. Elixir is a keep. Fire shrieker is a delete. Even though colonian hydra. Guardian of the ages. Seven. Honda play mail is a keep at a half. Okay. Millstone keep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Firemancer's gauntlet. What is this? If a red or instant or sorcery spell you control, or a red planeswalker you control, would deal damage to a permanent or player. It deals that much damage plus two to that permanent instead. Cost five. Five mana. Delete. Ratchet bomb. Oh, Keep. sweet. Yeah. Bring it through. I wish it were good. I wish it was good too. It's great art. It's my favorite art in the set. Yeah, it's gone. Rod, get that get garbage. <laughs> Rod of ruin out of here. Silver construct. Get that. Out of here. Three mana. Come on. Yep. Staff of Death Mages. All the staffs are, are just garbage. All of them. You think? I mean, like, it's whenever a land comes into play too. Yeah. So what if I needed to trigger some of those life gain slivers? <laughs> Ryan is just like wildly killing the Staff of the Wild Mages and all of its friends. Stryonic Resonator. I thought this was a real ability, but it's only triggers, right? Right. I mean, if it were activated abilities, it'd be like two plus two, insane. And then not, like, not no, playable. but it's not. Because you can't, you can't double planeswalkers. Trading post. Trading post. Obviously, play. keep. Vile poison. Get out of here. Garbage. All right, so we're going to lands, too. Encroaching Waste is a keep. And then... Mutavault's super high keep. Sherman Grotto's garbage. But, like, Reed and Patrick will play it. Okay. So... So lands, we kept three lands. Okay. Out of three, is that yeah. right? So artifacts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So seven artifacts. Bubbling Cauldron's a half. Door of Destinies is one. Elixir is two. Haunted Play Mail, two, five. Millstone 3-5, Ratchet Bomb 4-5, Trading Post 5-5. Five, 5-5 five. Five, five out of 7, that's very good. Yep. Green is... 
Okay, green. 1, One. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Okay, 18. Bramble Crush is a half. Elvish Mystic, 1, 5. Fog, 2 or 2, 5? 2. 2. Uh, Garrick? 2, 5. 2, 5. Giant Growth, 3. Clay Cover Scout, 4. Cloning Hydra, 5. Cloning Tusker, 5, 5. Way of the Land, 6 or 6, 5? 6. 6. Mana Web Silver, 6, 5. Naturalized, 7. Plummet, 7, 5. Predatory Silver, I think 8, 5. Okay. It's good. I'm good. Ranger's Gone, 9, 5. Savage Summoning, 10. Savage Use, 11. Vastwood Hydra, 12. You can go 12 on, you can go a hole on Vastwood Hydra? Oh, that's the wrong Hydra. Yeah. 11, 5, sorry. Yeah. 11, 5. Witch Soccer, 12, 5. So, green. green. Green and red seem like the big winners. Really excellent, yeah. Yeah. All right, so my phone can die at any second. So, okay, so just to give you an idea, we, we eliminated almost, we saved 89 cards out of the set. How many total cards? 184, I think. So we killed, we killed uh, in excess of 60%, it sounds like. Yeah. And then a lot of the cards were like Volcanic Geyser, which are like fake keeps. Yeah. Or like the Bubbling cal- Cauldron combo is three cards. <laughs> it's three cards and all together they're worth a half. <laughs> But we rated them all at a half, right? Yeah. I think that that was a pretty fun podcast. Yeah, that was good. So, let's say bye. Bye. Bye.